0: I was so very blessed about 23 years ago in my first assignment as a priest to be able to do marriage prep for a woman whose family was from the parish and her to-be husband. It's been a wonderful gift to journey with them in their life, seeing their beautiful, fervent faith as young adults. And I remember when they eventually built a house, and they came and asked me to bless, they asked me to come and bless it. I went there to bless it, And as you walk in the house and right over the fireplace, in that key visual place, in the stone, were these beautiful words today from Joshua. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. As for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. This young couple has been a witness, an example for me of, if you will, putting the stake in the ground. Just like Joshua was asking the people, will you serve the other gods or will you serve the Lord our God? Fortunately, the people responded as they recalled what God had done for them through all the times in history, our salvation history, all the way back through the Old Testament and New Testament times. And they were able to make that decision, we will serve the Lord. Far be it from us to not serve the Lord." We live in a day and age today where there are many, if you will, gods, many things that people will choose to put before God, and it can manifest itself in many, many ways. But the most central, fundamental part under any of those choices is the choice of self over the choice of God that could manifest itself in one being consumed in their work, in politics, in sports, in entertainment, in recreation, in accomplishing what one wants for oneself. We, as disciples of the Lord, to accompany him, like the disciples were being invited to accompany Jesus, they accompanied him for a period of time And then when Jesus challenged them to go more deeply into friendship with him, to believe, the saying is too difficult. So what is the context of that gospel for today? The context of our gospel for today is from John's gospel, chapter 60. And that would be a fascinating read for you to go through as I was reviewing it earlier today. And I was reflecting because just before this passage, in this same chapter, is that beautiful description of the miracle of the loaves and the fish. All these people are gathered. They're listening to Jesus. They're accompanying him, if you will. They don't have enough food. Jesus tests the the apostles to see if they would be faithful, if they would trust. And of course, the miracle happens miracle of multiplication of the fish and the loaves to feed the body. The context just before this reading is about how Jesus is teaching them that he is the bread of life, and that anyone who comes to him will not hunger and will not thirst. Another way to say it is Jesus' real presence in the Holy Eucharist. And he goes on to explain the people who had been accompanying them. Even they had just been trying to find him because just the day before, he had multiplied the loaves and the fish. And he recognized, you're coming because you're looking for more food for some of them. And he called them to deeper friendship. I am the living bread. And he called them to believe in him and that the word that he was announcing on behalf of the heavenly father was true. And of course, we know later, that Holy Thursday night, when he was celebrating the uh, the Passover, where he took the ordinary bread and wine and changed it into his body and his blood. It was a prefiguring of what Jesus would do, but would they believe? fascinating in this gospel, where we hear how many chose to walk away. As a result of this, many of his disciples returned to their former way of life and no longer accompanied him. As human beings, it's so easy for us to doubt, to even see God do amazing things in our lives, or to read it in the scriptures where God did extraordinary things, and yet to doubt because we're human. But what we need to do is draw closer to the Lord to accompany him more closely, asking God for the beautiful gift of faith so that we will remain faithful all the days of our lives. We know in our own contemporary time, in a pew research in 2019, that 30% of Catholics, 30%, believe in the real presence of Jesus in the Holy Eucharist. Somewhere in that range, or perhaps even a little less, attend Sunday Mass every week. And yet there's the Ten Commandment: keep holy the Sabbath. How do we get our minds to wrap around what happened? Well, faith is not easy. We see it in the Scriptures. But God wants to bless us with every good thing we need. But we have to identify if there's other gods other obstacles in our lives that are keeping us from having God as number one, and receiving his grace, relying on him, and following what he has revealed, which we would eventually know in the Last Supper. This is my body, this is my blood. Do this in memory of me. Thank you for joining us today to do what Jesus called us, asked us, and invited us to, to receive his living body and blood in the real presence of the Holy Eucharist.